Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to get into the waiver wire show, who you should pick up for your week two rosters. Let's just get right into it again, Jeff. Do you have a top guy for the week? Is there like one that stands out to you? Or is it just a collection of guys that are all similar? Yeah, I think it's a collection this week. And it really depends on what you need. And luckily for everyone, there is definitely a player in each position. Um, you know, there, there's a plethora, actually. It's just depending on who you like more. So no matter what hole you have, I think we have a guy for uh, to try to, to plug it, if you will. You know, I'm actually going to do, I'm going to start this out real quick. I'm going to group four players together just to get them out of the way. Because we've talked to like talked about these guys quite a bit. And they're all receivers. And they all still would make the list. Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Geronimo Allison, and John Brown. I still think they're all ads. They all showed up in week one. And they should be rostered. And they're still below our 50% barrier here. And I think that should change, right? Uh, absolutely. And you just named four of my top ten. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think uh, Mike Williams and... Uh, is a no-brainer, right? Everyone's been hyping him up as they should be. He came out 81 yards, so he looked really good. I mean, that's an easy one. I think Geronimo Allison is the one that I was only still only owned in 9.1% of leagues. I still thought that was crazy. I'm glad that the week one, I was proven right. Uh, He looked really good. Aaron Rodgers is back. Uh, All three wide receivers are very viable, so definitely pick him up. Um, Chris Godwin, uh, he he looked good once again, and that that one's a weird one because that offense just blew up. So we're not sure how that's gonna keep going, is you know. But he looked really good as well. And John Brown, I think that's a little scarier. He'd be my fourth. Uh, but who knows? Baltimore did really well, and I think John Brown out of those receivers there, even over Crabtree, I you know I I don't know why I kind of believe in John Brown a little more. I, he looks solid. I think he's gonna keep getting more opportunities again. Like that game was just so weird. It's hard to say exactly how it would have gone, you know, if they were actually, I want to see them in an actual game, you know, (laughs) instead of a scrimmage against Buffalo, (laughs) right? (laughs) I want to see them actually in a game. So that's why I want to get those guys out of the way, because we've talked about all of them quite a bit this year. You know, nothing's really changed They're They are pretty much what we thought they were going to be. They're solid players. Other than that, I'll say some of the top, I like Philip Lindsay. I'll say, I think he's one of my top guys for the week. And I don't know exactly how he's going to be used with Denver going forward, but I think he, after what he did giving, you know, when they actually give him the opportunity week one, why would they go away from it? He looked, I mean, he's it's, it's just as good, if not better than Freeman. So there's no reason to go away from it. And he's going to have some, pa- he has some pass catching ability as well. So I like, I like Philip Lindsay. I did too. And he was actually uh, the sixth name on my list. Uh, he was only owned in 1.9% of leagues, and I'm guessing all those leagues were in Denver. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did. He looked great. And, uh, you know, I actually I was forced to kind of go deeper. So I have already picked him up in my Scott Fishbowl League. But I, I'm, I'm surprised that it actually happened in week one. That's kind of my, my surprise because I, I thought Devontae Booker would be more heavily involved. The fact that it happened so quickly makes me believe they already they already know what they have with this guy, um, and they're going to continue using him. And I think he's a very uh, good pass catching back as well. You kind of saw in the preseason, once again it's preseason, 
but he, he's able to get open and he has really good hands. So I think they're going to utilize him there. So I don't think that even if Freeman goes off, like everyone kind of assumes he will at some point, um, that, you know, Philip Lindsay will be completely phased out. I, I, I do think that he's here to stay. I mean, the guy ran a 4.39 at the combine. He was extremely productive last year at Colorado with 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. The year before was 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns. He's been a productive player, so I'm interested in him. I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see how they use him going forward. But all right, who's your top guy then for the week? Other than other than the ones we've already talked about. Other than the ones we talked about, I am still on the Aaron Jones bandwagon. Um, 41.5% of leagues. Once again, we're already one week down. Uh, Jamal Williams did fine, but uh, I, you know, I don't think that he did anything special. That offense is good. Um, so I, I still like to go for him. Yep, he definitely made my list as well. Because, yeah, Jamal Williams did not run away with the job. So that's pretty much it. If Jamal Williams, he had 15 carries, 47 yards, no catches, nothing like that. That's not running away with the job. Aaron Jones is going to get his shot when he comes back, if that's the case. And I think he's going to take it over for him. I really like Aaron Jones quite a bit. So I I think if he's out there in your league, I think you got to pick him up. I think you could be getting a guy who's going to be a starter in, down the road. I really, I really do. I think you don't want to miss out on this chance to get Aaron Jones. Yeah. And, and going along with that, uh, we talked about the wide receivers. Now we're kind of, we just broached running back with Philip Lindsay and Aaron Jones. I think, and, you know, once again, add if you, if you want, or maybe you won't agree with me, but I think there's three other kind of options you have. And I'll name them in the, the order I would pick them up. I think Austin Eckler is definitely a viable option. I think the way they use him, he, he could be used more and more, even though Gordon's going to get, you know, a ton of work. Uh, Latavius Murray got uh, quite a few carries, and that makes me think that he's actually, ro- you know, going to be rostered on all teams, especially on how hard running back is to come by. And then finally, this one's a little bit of a, a stretch, but I, th- I think that you got to go for Frank Gore still. Uh, he looked good. They're gonna. It looks like they're splitting carries at the moment. Once again, that the rain delays and everything it was hard to really tell. But he he didn't look like he was too slowed down. He looks like he's still going to be able to get some production. So if you're in a if you're in a bind, he would be my last one to pick up. He actually looked good. So, I mean, for a while there, it was split between um, him and Drake, and he ended up with more. He ended up with five less carries, but thirteen more yards. He looked good. I don't know how he. I don't know how he still does it. I don't. He's the ageless wonder. I mean, he really is. I I, I can't fathom how you can take that much abuse and keep trucking. He does though. It's it's impressive, and yeah, I think he, I think he should. He probably should be on a roster right now. He needs to be rostered. I mean, if he's going to put up that that every week, yeah, he needs to be. There's no no reason not to. Okay, how about what about uh, Jordan Wilkins here? Got the start in place of the injured Marlon Mack, and there's no guarantee Marlon Mack gets his job back. So. He's what thirty nine point three percent owned, but okay, he wasn't terribly impressive. I would say he got the job done for the most part. But any interest in him, or do you think this is just kind of fourteen carries, 14, 40 yards? That's probably his ceiling. There's no real use to use him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not in love with any running back on in Indianapolis. I I definitely think that someone is going to be you know on the roster. Wilkins is going to be the guy right now, but the way he looked, I have to think that when Matt you know Matt comes back. He's going to be the guy, but well, I don't know. He, he's that in between. I need one more week because he was, he was just kind of average. And and for me, I, I would rather have the guys we talked about before 
than him, even though he's a young guy and maybe he has some room to grow. And maybe even with Hines, he's gonna he's getting the catches, so he becomes more valuable because of that. Especially PPR, Hines had seven catches, so for only he had fifty two yards, but he had seven receptions. Makes him. I mean, that's twelve point two points in PPR for Hines. Maybe that's the one he should be adding. Yeah, very true. That's you know a solid solid game for him. The whole. The Leonard Fournette injury, we don't really know what's going to happen with that yet, but if that's the case, TJ Yeldon, any interest in him? Or is he just, you, we've seen him so many times, he hasn't done it. Stay yeah, away. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not overly impressed. But, I mean, if you have Fournette and you have to pick someone up, uh, if he takes those carries, you know, uh, you know you're going to have to almost get him as a handcuff. But I'm not going to be rushing off to try to steal him. And also, I don't think Fournette's uh, injury is anything major. They've already – Kind of said they're optimistic about it, um, so I'm not I'm not running off to get him quite yet. Yeah, I I think I would just not even worry about it at all. I don't need TJ Yeldon in my lineup yet. I don't think in week two. Later on in the year, maybe when you're desperate, if he was a, <laughs> a guy, but not yet. Do you want? I was gonna say, do you want to talk about the few wide receivers that I'm still on the fence about, or do you want to hit up tight end? Yeah, let's talk about some of these receivers here. There's a couple guys out there I got on my list here. All right, and there and there are. There's quite a few guys that I'm just not sold on yet, but I don't know what to do with myself. I'm not sure if I, I believe in them or if they're going to be kind of boom or bust candidates, how to use them. But um, the guys that made my list, especially the two that I'm going to be thinking about the most, is Philip Dorsett from New England and then Deshaun Jackson from from Washington. Uh, obviously, Deshaun Jackson, we kind of know what he does. Uh, you know, he's a big play guy. He killed it this week. What are you doing about him, first of all? Man, he's still such a tough one for me because it's so boomer bust. And I don't see many scenarios where I put it. I mean, I guess the thing is, okay, I can even I can picture it on one of my teams. I'm a little bit I'm a little weak at wide receiver. My third we start three receivers, I'm a little bit weak. I could possibly think of starting him as my third receiver. So yeah, you know, I it, it depends on what your team's like and if you need that upside play. But Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he needs to be rostered, and if <laughs> I don't like doing it, but yeah, he could. This is what he does, right? This is what he does. He still has it, obviously. He still can do this big weeks thing. He's gonna have somewhere he gets you absolutely nothing, but I think he's still worth a risk. As much as I don't want to say that, I know, and I know that it's gonna be on the top of everyone's list because I mean, this is when Tampa Bay went off on the Saints. Jackson caught five balls for 146 yards and two touchdowns. Massive numbers, 26 points. He's going to be at the top of all of these lists about who scored the most and who's still on waivers. So I know that is going to be where everyone goes first. Uh, you know, so you have no problem on it, but would you have an issue with them jumping down, getting like, you know, Godwin, Williams, Allison? You would still recommend all of those guys before, before Jackson. Yeah, those three for sure. I still would. Um, I can see getting Jackson over John Brown. Um, yeah, it just, I guess it depends on how needy you are for a guy like that. And if you don't really have much talent at wide receiver, maybe, yeah, you do need just Sean Jackson. And as long as Fitzpatrick's there, maybe he's going to have a connection with Jackson and this is what's going to happen. So they'll just be throwing the ball around. They're not overly impressed with their run game right now. Right. Speaking of, we just have to bring it up quick. How alarming is it that Ronald Jones was a healthy scratch? I don't know if it's just a wake-up call for the guy yet. I still don't know if it's just a wake-up call. I've thought that for a while, but just not play a guy, not not dress a guy. And maybe he's just 
there's something going on there. He's just not quite getting it, it feels like. And, I mean, he's what? He's only, what, a second-round pick? There's no guarantee he's ever going to be anything. No guarantee, but a second-round pick is a lot of draft capital to throw at a guy that you're not even going to dress. Yeah, it's it's an interesting move. There's definitely some kind of disconnect there between him and coaching staff. That's for sure. No, no. I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> not great. Because, I mean, Peyton Barber's okay, but Peyton Barber's not a special running back at all. He's not somebody that a second-round rookie shouldn't be able to overtake. No. And, you know, he had a he actually had a, somewhat of a solid game, right? 19 rushes for 69 yards. He, he kind of got the job done, yeah. So, but the other one that I really want to ask you about, uh, New England, Dorsett. I know that New England is sporadic to say the least, but he did have seven catches for 66 yards and a touchdown. Where does he fall on your list of waivers? I'm probably, he's still probably be, he would be in wide receiver wise behind uh, Williams, Allison, Godwin, John Brown, but I would have Dorsett probably for myself ahead of Jackson just because of my, I don't know. Cause I, you know, don't love Deshaun Jackson ever, but Dorsett, it just, it, he interests me because of the fact he was a first round talent. He's maybe finally in a spot where he can show that. And I would just like to take the chance and put him on the, my bench right now, just in case he has figured it out kind of a thing. Maybe he hasn't, I'm not saying he has, I'm not going to put him on my lineup next week, but I might want to throw, I want to throw him on my bench and just kind of see if this is something. Uh-huh, perfect. So do you have any other wide receivers that you're eyeing on this waiver list? Only if I'm desperate, I guess. I threw some, some desperation guys. So who are your desperation Hail Mary kind of players? I mean, okay, Brandon Marshall didn't look bad. <laughs> I was wondering if his name was going to be brought up. He didn't look bad. And then Doug Baldwin has the injury now. So I mean, someone's got to catch the ball. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm probably not. I'm not going to put Brandon Marshall on my team, but he had one touchdown. He really could have. He should have had a second. So there, I eh, don't want to put. I'd put Deshaun Jackson over Brandon Marshall. So at least that much. Some other guys that still could maybe do something. I mean, Willie Sneed, again, the Baltimore thing. We don't know what that team is, but Willie Sneed at least is act, he's out there playing. Depends on how big your roster is. D.D. Westbrook led the. Jaguars and receiving there. So it's an, another maybe interesting play. I always like Didi. That's pretty much it. I don't really have many others there. Ted yeah. Ginn played really well, but he that did. was a, a shootout of a game. Yeah, but he did. He did play well. And, you know, that uh, that whole Saints offense looked really in sync. So, you know, I think there's a, a lot of uh, points to be to go around. But back to the D.D. Westbrook, I think that is an interesting one. Um, you know, I think Fournette will be back. Obviously, they, I don't think his injury is anything major. Uh, but if they do have to throw the ball a little more, we keep trying to figure out who is going to be the guy that's going to be their primary receiver. And not that he stood out completely. I think uh, him and Cole both are kind of, you know, you know, kind of battling it out at the moment. But he did have the most catches, five receptions, 51 yards. So, you know, I, I like that one. Yeah, and I just I'm a I'm a D.D. Westbrook fan. I think he has the talent to do it, so I'm still hoping it's going to happen. And I don't know if I love that any part of that passing offense though. That's they're just not terribly interesting to me. I mean, shoot, I might I'd probably add Des Bryant over them yet. <laughs> still hold out hope. I like it. Yeah, maybe he has to get a T on a roster at some point, right? Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's only a matter of time. I mean, we already saw injuries kind of you know, rear their head a little bit, kind of freaking people out. 
But as soon as a wide receiver goes down, you know that Dez is going to be the first call. So I can only imagine he will end up on a team at some point. But, um, you know, I, it'll all be a guessing game as to when. And then maybe if it, maybe if you're in PPR, Ryan Grant had eight catches, only 59 yards out of it. But maybe a PPR play, maybe which is a, that's one of those guys to watch here for the next couple of weeks and see if he still keeps putting up that, you know, seven, eight catches. If he gets that kind of number, he becomes an interesting ad after one week. No, not really sure what it is, but he is pretty much the number two there. So it's a guy to watch. Just kind of keep on your radar. Probably not pick, not a pickup for me yet. What about tight ends? Let's say you're a Delaney Walker owner. You've lost Delaney Walker. Who are you going and picking up right now? Yeah, or or Olsen. I mean, true. we don't know what that is yet, and I have Olsen, so I'm definitely looking around to see who's out there. And the number one tight end in my mind that you can get out there is George Kittle. Uh, you know, he got hurt in preseason a little bit, so his, his stock dropped. Uh, so he's only owned in 37.1% of leagues, but uh, they were hyping him up quite a bit before that. Obviously, him and Garoppolo have a really good uh, chemistry going. And he he looked good. He had he had pretty good numbers, and I think he'll be a solid play from here on out. So I would I would feel very comfortable putting George Kittle in there. Yeah, me too. He by far would be my top ad if he's a wait. I mean, he's probably got a lot of people's waiver wires because I mean he wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the preseason injury. But no one knew how that was going to play out, and he didn't get drafted as often as he should have. And he should be on your roster. He should be on a, on a team. So if you need a tight end, I think you go get George Kittle for sure because. After that, I don't like the options. Really don't. I mean, no. The the only other person that I still I still like, and um he was just okay today, but he, he only had two catches for fifty four yards. But they had that shootout is OJ Howard. I still think that there's room for him to grow. And um you know, in a in a world where it wasn't so wide open and everything was working in the you know, throwing it down the field to the wide receivers, I think he would have a few more looks. So uh, maybe he's a, a weak kind of like wait and see a little, th- uh, little bit, but um, I really like his upside still, especially when you're looking at these other names who are, you know, you're going to be talking about Antonio Gates or Jared Cook or something. I think OJ Howard is definitely a uh, head and shoulders above those guys. Yeah, that is, that would probably be my second option as well. After Kittle, it'd be Howard. He's good for the potential, but uh, would you consider Eric Ebron? <sighs> How dare you? Um, uh, uh, I'm the one who brought it up somehow. I know I he and haw over this one. Yeah, I would actually. Um, he would be on my short list once again, though. I just because I have such a uh, a memory of him dropping balls and being unproductive from time to time. You know, four catches for fifty one yards and a touchdown. That's good production from a tight end. I can't deny it. He has luck. That's good. You know, I he's a very good athlete. Um, but I think he's gonna be crazy inconsistent. So I definitely take Kittle over him. Um, and I still would take Howard, but he, he would probably end up being number three right now just because I want to kind of see how it works out. And if he breaks out this year, then, you know, it is what it is. And you got to gotta give him his props. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always known he has talent, but that's part of the reason I'm, I have such a dislike for him. It's because he never put it together with the Lions. Just not a fan. All right, so that's there's not many other tight ends. So I'm going to look at some, if you're if you're in the QB streaming business, who could you possibly stream next week? And I guess, I mean, do I say Tyrod Taylor is my number one option next week going against the Saints after what Fitzpatrick did to the Saints? I would say absolutely. Right? I mean, I mean, look what he did. I mean, with Pittsburgh, this is the great thing and the worst thing about Tyrod Taylor. 
you know, he didn't always make it look pretty, but the fact that he can scramble always makes him a good option. And even only throwing one touchdown and 197 yards, he still got 25 points in standard. So he's got to be on your list, especially going to what looked like Swiss cheese <laughs> this week. He was 15 of 40. <laughs> Not great. But once again, uh, I don't know. I mean, they got enough done. I, I think it's only going to get better because uh, Gordon, they're kind of working him back into it. And that catch in the end zone, you saw how good he's going to be. So I, I only think that it's going to get easier for Tyrod. I do. I, still, I think he should be the top probably streaming option. Case Keenum against Oakland is another solid one. Keenum looked pretty decent. You know, he did throw three picks though. That was disappointing, but he had three touchdowns, 329 yards. So fantasy wise, he was very solid for you. So I think Keenum is a probably a solid start. And what about, I mean, Nick Foles looked pretty bad week one, but going against Tampa, who is, does not have a good defense. Would you consider Nick Foles at all? Or was he just too bad? That you just can't even. Uh, I mean, it, I, I mean, to our point, I would definitely take Tyrod and Case Keenum over it. After that, when you're looking at these, I, uh, you, yeah, I mean, he would definitely be in the conversation. But would you go Fitzpatrick? Uh, I don't trust Fitzpatrick. I know I mean, he looked I, that, great, that's but the, that's the issue. I guess. Do you go for you don't trust either of them right now? Do you go for the guy, the hot hand, or the guy that has possibly the the no, no, I think I would go Fitzpatrick. I, I do. I think Foles was so bad in the first game that I have to wait and see. And I really don't think that they're back to full strength. I think they have to get Elshon back in order to help him out. Um, and I, th- I think Fitzpatrick just, you know, he played his balls off, man. He, he just did so well that I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt. I'm going to give him the shot over Foles. Maybe we're overlooking Joe Flacco. Ravens just did. Maybe they're there for real going against Cincinnati. Uh, pass. But, but I, I I get your point, but um, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, Flacco is just, you know, I've, I've seen him in the past. He's just way too inconsistent. That Bills team was so bad. If you do that against Cincinnati, then I'm all for it. But I, I highly doubt that's what is going to happen. Yeah, I could never trust it. Chances are you, Tyrod, maybe you were streaming Tyrod already and you could just get him again. And that's probably the play to, I think that's where you go with it. And then I'll say, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Hopefully you don't have to stream too much yet. Hopefully you got some decent players. So I think that's going to do it for my waivers. Unless there's any other name out there, you're thinking Kenneth Dixon taking over for Alex Collins. Oh my God. I hope not, (laughs) but yeah, that'll be interesting. I think there's a few teams that we have to see week two because we learned little to nothing about them in week one. And, uh, Baltimore is just one of them. Yep. All right. I think that'll do it. And we will talk to you guys on Wednesday's show. We'll have our rankings out for the week. So we'll talk to you guys then.